I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. On April 27th, the Reserve Bank of India made available 50,000 crore to banks to lend on to mutual funds that were having a liquidity problem. Is this going to help stabilize the market? This is a special series of Money with Monica in which I will decode policy and events as they happen related to the corona crisis. I will, of course, take your questions. What exactly did the RBI do? The RBI opened a liquidity window for the banks so that the banks can tap into that and lend on to mutual funds. 50,000 crore has been made available for the banks between April 27th and May 11th that the banks can borrow at 4.4%, which is the repo rate, and they can use this money specifically to lend to mutual funds or to buy bonds from them. The RBI is hoping that this money will stabilize the liquidity problem in the mutual fund market and help stop the stress which seems to be spreading. But what is this liquidity problem you are thinking and you are saying and how does this help? So now we need to understand two stories. The first story is of the mutual fund industry. It's a 22 trillion rupee industry, invests in equity, debt, gold. Equity is stocks, uh, debt is bonds, gold is gold, and blends of these three assets, asset classes. Now, this problem is related to the debt part of the market. Mutual funds will buy bonds from central government, state governments, and firms, and then blend them to offer different kinds of schemes to different kinds of investors. The safest kind of bond out there belongs to the government because of the sovereign guarantee and certain well-capitalized liquid firms, large firms. But there is lower rated paper which offers higher return. Fund houses with the view to give higher return will blend some of this lower rated yet investment grade paper according to the rules into their schemes to offer higher return. There are identified schemes called credit risk schemes which uh, tell by their very name that this is a scheme which carries lower rated paper, has higher risk, has a potential to give higher return. But they also take credit risk in other parts of their debt funds, like ultra short term, income funds, the other gamut of uh, the portfolio of debt funds. Now, the problem happened at Templeton because they have an identified policy of taking higher risk to offer higher return to investors. Now, uh, the peculiar nature of the Indian bond market surfaces here where other than AAA rated, the rest of the market has very few trades. It's It's called a thin market. And especially when there's a crisis, this market completely dries up. So when a fund house has uh, needs money for redemption, goes to the market, the bond market 
is not liquid at all. It's not, it gets lower and lower prices for paper, which is still investment grade. So this is part one of the story. Part two of the story goes like this, that typically March is the time that both firms, HNIs, liquidate their debt funds to get the cash to pay their advance taxes. So that happened in March. And by the, the time April started, the whole lockdown crisis had begun. There was a rush to safety, both in firms as well as in individuals' homes, where everybody wanted to hoard cash to tide over this period. And this led to large redemptions in certain kinds of funding. Now, because Templeton has identified strategy of high risk, high return schemes, there was this push to liquidate the Templeton uh, schemes which were carrying this paper. Now, imagine that you're a mutual fund and you have collected investor money and there's a certain amount that you keep because you anticipate how many people will redeem. So there are calculations on that and you keep that much cash. But now imagine a market that that redemption pressure is coming relentlessly day after day and you are forced to go to market with your bonds to get the money to pay investors and you uh, finish off your liquid part of the portfolio. And as you go to the lower rated bonds, remember what we learned in the first part of the story is that the bond market becomes thinly traded, illiquid. There is no trades happening, especially when there's a crisis. So in that situation, you, the fund house still has investment grade bond paper, but when it goes to the market with lower rated paper, it's not getting the prices, it's getting lower and lower price for which doesn't represent the real value of the bond. So then it has a elbow room, uh, SEBI rules allow funds in certain situations to borrow up to 20% of their assets under management from banks. So Templeton did that. It exhausted its limits. It borrowed what it could. But that redemption pressure still went on and it took the call of freezing the six funds. It's a never before event. It shocked the market. Investors began to run to safety in other credit risk funds. Now the danger in markets, whether it's a bank or a mutual fund in the financial sector is the risk of contagion. It's like a virus. It spreads, it multiplies. Remember what happened with Yes Bank? People lined up to take their money because there was this moratorium on your deposits. Something similar was bubbling in the mutual fund industry. To provide liquidity, to provide money to the to banks to lend onto mutual funds, to get a market to happen, RBI has opened this liquidity window so that there is confidence amongst the investors and the market participants that it is not the lack of a trade or money that will prevent a redemption from happening. And redemptions means investors get their money. So investors have this confidence that if I want to redeem, there is this money. So the, this stabilizes the market. We've had a situation like this before in 2009 when the North Atlantic financial crisis broke. The RBI opened a similar window just to give confidence, and it did. Very few funds actually tapped into the uh, money available, and uh, investors and the markets were able to tide it over. Now, whether the same thing will happen this time, we don't know. But RBI is trying to do what it can to provide liquidity. 
and the fund houses are saying that the risk is actually contained at an industry level. Uh, the news is that they have reduced the overall risk in the bond portfolios across the board. So will this unfreeze the Templeton schemes? And is my debt fund at risk, you are thinking? No, it does not unfreeze the Templeton schemes. They stay frozen. As the fund house recovers money through bond sales and through repayments of interested principal, the investors will get their money back. They may not get all of their money back, but their expectations that 80 to 90% should come back. The rest of your debt funds, you know, the really the call is yours because if you know the if you understand the risk of the product and you have a considered strategy, then you're probably doing fine. But if you don't know what you have bought and if you've just come in for the return, it is probably a good thing to rush to safety because you're clearly in a product that you have not understood. That's it from me right now. I am chasing this corona crisis very closely and I will be back with many more updates. You please continue writing your questions into me at moneywithmonica at livemint.com. Stay healthy and stay wealthy. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.